Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tacovas, oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to Tacovas.com and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to Tacovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered... Can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear, and it's all kinds of Western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Bag alert, major bag alert. Oh, who is this bag brought to you by, John? Uh, many people. Haberman, Middlecoff, Tito's, no big deal. Sponsor of the podcast, Tito's Vodka. Also, I'm sure many other sponsors, but welcome to the mailbag bag alert, baby. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want me to mention the other sponsors? Brought to you by mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Oh, you yeah. like to say, John, on official? On. If you listen on Saturday, I'm sure if you know early in the morning, you might have games going afternoon, obviously night, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Uh, DraftKings, promo code HAM. Poof. It's about to get Download real. Download that real. app, tell all your friends, yep, do it, do it, do it right now. Get in the Haberman and Milkoff League uh, linked below. And... Um, Oh, butcherbox.com slash ham. You're getting three pounds of chicken. You're getting two pounds of free beef, ground beef. Oh. Um, no, that's not correct. Two pounds of burgers, three pounds of chicken, two, two pounds, pounds of burgers, of burgers and a pound right. of hot and, and a pack of hot dogs for free. Butcherbox.com slash ham. That's hard to beat, guy. Hot dogs, chicken, and burgers. I mean, that's, that's what a man, all a man really needs. Get in the mailbag. Leave us a review on iTunes. Ask us a question. Tell us your favorite bar to hang at. We've stopped mentioning tell us your favorite bar, so we've got to keep hammering that. Yeah, That's how you get in the next bar, 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 bar. All right, John, here we go. Mailbag. And keep sending us pictures of you. DM, tag us in Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, DMs of you enjoying football with your Tito's beverage. Or with actually the man, Tito Beverage. That's the guy's name. So if yeah, you happen if you to find that, Tito Beverage, that's the ultimate beverage. All right, John, this is from iTunes. Here we go. Uh, hey, guys, huge fan of the show. Been watching you guys since you talked about Zach Wilson potentially coming to the Niners back in November. Anyway, I want to get your thoughts on the reports that part of the reason why the Broncos passed on fields was because of the epilepsy. Although the epilepsy didn't seem like a big deal, it obviously must have been for the Broncos to be scared enough of it not to take them. Benjamin Albright reported this, so I feel pretty confident 
that that's the truth. Remember when the epilepsy thing was a talking point for a little while, and then it kind of we just stopped talking about it. He got drafted by the Browns. It got interesting, and um, and the the story went away. I I think it's more to do with the unknown when you don't have them. Cause I think we would have heard seen a story about like, I don't think it's an issue once you're around him. It's just one of those things that rattles you. Like I bet if you were around Ohio state, be like, yeah, it was no issue. But once you're doctors, you start hearing things, something you've never experienced. It's human nature to get scared. A lot of things that people deal with, I would say whatever they deal with internally, whether it's a family, whether it's, you know, an office, whether it's a football team, once you're around it, you're like, Oh, this isn't that bad. Right, this is pretty easy to deal with. Now, some things, some things are the opposite. But I'm just talking about like a human element that if you just said it out loud, you'd be like, "Oh, damn!" But then once you manage it, you're like, uh, "Let's just use something random." Like people growing up that had diabetes that had to take their own shots. That sounds insane to me. And then whenever you meet someone to do it, you're like, "Yeah, it's really easy, man. It's not very difficult." You're like, "Oh God, that's, you know, just and that's a much lower level thing that gets treated all over America." But you know what I'm saying? I'll give you a very low-level example. This is this is interesting. I, I like your analogy here. If I said to you, John, I'm giving you a car. It's pretty nice. No power windows. You'd be like, no chance could I adjust a no. you tell me I can't just push the button and all the windows go down? I can't hit the thing on my key and all the windows go down? I bet if we check back in six months, you'd be like, yeah, I want power windows. But it's really, it takes me half a second to get the window down and I move on with my day. Now it sucks if you want to get the other window down in the back or you want to get... But, you try to talk to someone at a stoplight on the other side. Yeah, maybe that's a bad example. That one would that one would suck sometimes. Anyway, but no, it's a good point. You just you, how does he deal you with adapt. it? You I think adapt. part of the question is, a, you have it. Is it something that that you handle that it's under control? How long have you been dealing with it? Um, and Albright, this is not like an old tweet that this review is about. Albright said, I think a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago, his well, tweet was because they've been taking heat. They've been taking heat, right? Yeah, like he, you could you could have had him. His That's tweet, the, which is, like, by the way, I love that conversation happening before the season even has begun and their careers have begun. He said his tweet was, yes, epilepsy is part of the reason the Broncos passed on Justin Fields. No, it's not the only reason. Part of the puzzle. So that's what this that's what this question came from. Well, think about this. If you and I hosted something where we talked a lot of Broncos, I'd be like, listen, Sertain may be like his dad, maybe just an awesome player, and he probably will be. He'll probably be a several-time pro bowler. But it's like we could instead of Teddy Bridgewater, we could add Justin Fields. Like it's that's hard to shake. Like I would just want to watch Justin Fields on this team. And it's like, oh, we didn't need to trade up or anything? We could have just drafted him. That'd be the one thing. It's like, well, you would have had to give up a two and and two linebackers and a future three. It's like, no, you just could have just drafted him. He just went by you. He just passed you. Right. It'd be like if you want some ice cream and things like, doo, 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 you know, when the ice cream truck comes, well, if, if you stop it or if you let it go, then you can't complain once it's passed. And ultimately, it's on George General Patton. Like, that could be something that carries them for a while. Because, you know, I think a lot of people push back, be like, they're ready to get Rodgers. Well, what if Rodgers and the Packers figure it out? Because I would say, pretty good chance they're going to be good, Gudikins, and they're going to do everything to make them feel good. More than likely, if I was a betting man right now, Aaron Rodgers is on the Green Bay Packers 2022. How about you? You can't put your eggs in that basket. I would bet the same thing, yes. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like They're just prepared. Well, yeah, prepared for something more than likely never going to happen. If Justin Fields is on your team and isn't good enough, then you're still prepared. You can still, you're still prepared for Aaron Rodgers. How cool would that team be? Because you know who's Justin prepared for Fields Deshaun Watson? Team. The Dolphins. They're prepared. Everyone's prepared. 
Hell, if Trey Lance is average, the Niners are prepared. Everyone's prepared. I guess the I guess, I guess the they have less picks get, though. The Broncos could get Watson too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, the, the thing's not played itself out yet, but right now you're getting criticism for it. Next up, this is from Aragog. 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 Huge fan of the podcast. Huge fan of the podcast and three and out. I'm a Bears fan, but want to know about the running back situation from a fantasy standpoint. Anyway, keep up the good work. Uh, cheers. Actually, he said great work. And he's a fan of three and out. Maybe he likes the new uh, drawing from. Uh, Whoever did that did a good job. That's a really good drawing. Made me look sweet. Cowherd's Cowherd's artist. I think it's just like some you know random person, but <laughs> a Fiverr, uh, somebody on Fiverr. Uh, we get okay. a lot of that. You know, people are like, you know, I'm not the biggest Barry and Niner guy, but I like the show. Like, That's yeah, right. We good show. Yeah, keep telling people this is. Don't pigeonhole us. I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're a Niner fan, keep it. <laughs> business is booming, as they say. Fantasy running back, just in general. Like uh, I think I, he's asking. I think is he saying I want a like I want a bear. The question is, I want. Uh, I'm a Bears fan, but want to know about the running back situation from a fantasy standpoint. The Bears running backs. I think he's just talking running backs in general. That's the way I took it. All right. How, how about the guy from New England? The fourth Damian round pick Harris? out of uh, no, the fourth round pick out of uh, Oklahoma. Why well, listen to some of Matthew Barry with Simmons, and he thought that Damian Harris could like lead the league in touchdowns. Like, remember a couple, like five or six years ago, Garrett Blunt had like fourteen touchdowns for the Patriots. He's like, it wouldn't be crazy if Damian Harris had like fifteen plus touchdowns. Okay, I, I, I I'm just not a great. I, I'm fucking terrible at year long fantasy because like even listen to Matthew Barry, it's like I don't look at this league like this. Like you have to look at the league completely different. Now I know a lot of you listening play. We are fantasy guys too. We just do daily fantasy. It's so much easier. Like we want to give like up after a week. This guy's playing well. Yeah, I can't just like well. Well, what if you take Damian Harris number three overall and he breaks his leg? I, I hate that even thought. How do you guys do it? How do you guys do it? But I had a lot of DMs like, who do you think I should start? I mean, clearly, I mean, a lot of people are playing. I play Brady week one, and it hit me. I I, it really really makes sense why the NFL kicks so much ass. Think how many people. In a normal fantasy league, like we play, if 200 people play, or let's say we did a huge game week one, 200 people, we're all playing each other and we share players. In these fantasy leagues, I just play someone else. So I see like, oh, I got to watch how's Dak doing. You are watching the entire league. It, I honestly haven't really been able to comprehend it from that standpoint because I never did it. But then when you just play another team and you look at all their players, like what's uh, Jamar Chase doing with the Bengals? It, it's like, well, how does basketball and baseball compete with that? It's a safety net for even your worst games will have a reason to watch for a segment of, the, of your viewing population. Like your floor is really high when the, as long as there's a, good, a couple relevant players or a relevant defense to well, a like, lot of let's people. Say, let's, let's say this, that Jags-Texans game. What if I have LaVisca Chenault and yep. like I, I you might take they, one of the defenses even, on us. You might take the Jags defense in that game. Yeah, because you just pick up defenses on waiver wire, so it's pretty easy. Just like do, the Texans right? suck. I, this is they don't have their backup quarterbacks a blank space. You're keeping tabs on that thing. Yeah, uh, Ramondre Stevenson was the guy we've talked about a couple times. Just mentioned before we move on because uh, we talked about it on the last podcast. The uh, there was there was some discussion that even though that the uh, the Ravens run game could thrive even without J.K. Dobbins. Well, I mean, I think Gus Edwards is going to get picked by a lot of people. I mean, I you know, the 
just listen to the fantasy. Clearly, there's like a top three or four. McCaffrey, Kamara, Dalvin. And then there's Saquon. like this. Then then there's just group like, is Saquon going to bounce back? Is he too risky because their offensive line sucks? Is Damian Harris going to be a guy? Or some of these, you know, is Clyde. Everyone thought Clyde was going to dominate last year, and he just wasn't quite as good. Is he still going to get picked really high? Najee Harris, who was just drafted in the first round, like he could be really good, mm-hmm. right? The Niners, it's it's hard with like the Shanahan's and the McVeighs. They just use a lot of running backs. All right, I next say, up, I, I would say Aaron Jones with the Packers. They're going to use the shit out of that guy. They just resigned him. Uh, here we go, John. Full name on the internet: Sean Jordan, number one NFL podcast. Appointment listening, five stars. Longtime listener, first time reviewer. Dig your show. First, I'd like to issue a public apology to John. Years back, we locked horns on Twitter over some Giants takes. As my friends say, it's just Twitter, man. Glad that's out of the way. I want to see if you guys notice the different agendas media members have on the Niners beat. I'm entertained by one how one writer can come to the conclusion about a QB while another reaches a polar opposite take. Thoughts? My favorite bar is the Dutch Goose in Menlo Park, elite place to watch a game. I'll hang up and listen. Sean Jordan. Do you know what he's talking about? Mm, sounds a little familiar. Maybe Brandon Belt. I, I don't know. There's, I, I've honestly come around a little bit on Belt just watching in the last like month. Yeah, he is. The last month. I mean, he's better than I thought. <laughs> he's been, he looks really good this year. He's better than most. Better yeah, than he's... most. All right. Uh, what do we think about see i don't view it as uh i definitely people are humans and have agendas but i i don't like media people who watch every practice you have different perspectives you think it just like coaches can watch just like we can watch and have different like all of us can watch trey lance and jimmy garoppolo we've got a hundred of us together some people would think jimmy should start get on the prize picks app just like me and use the code ham 50 for a first deposit match of up to 100 football season's over but hoop season is getting hot, tournament season, or the fight for playoff home court. There's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. So get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And you can get it on baseball, too. I've got some season-long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, not, off, not feeling great about Shohei less than 38.5 right now, but... I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Prize Picks, you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's Download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said, they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March. Go to manscaped.com and use the code ham to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the performance package 5.0 ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling every time. To top it off, the performance package throws in two free gifts Boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code HAM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, code HAM. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. 
some people would think Trey Lance should start. It's not necessarily. I would say that doesn't necessarily indicate an agenda. Um, I think the agenda comes up when you've made a point in an article, on a YouTube page, on wherever your platform is. And it's, I think Jimmy Garoppolo should start. I think Trey Lance should start. You don't pivot as the information comes in. You double down and you use whatever you have to use for your side, right? I, I remember a couple years ago, I thought I was like, the Raiders are going to win three or four games. And they started six and four. And these fucking people on Twitter came from me and I couldn't say anything. It's like, I don't really have the ammo. They ended up like, you know, winning one more game the rest of the season. And then I had ammo. But like, I wasn't going to pivot and be like, I missed on this, right? So I, I, I do think there is some. Not for everyone, but some people, if they've made bold statements, this guy should start or this guy should start. Because that's the only thing. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not paying attention who's arguing over the other things. I think it's about the quarterbacks and about the stance you took coming into the, I would say, definitely coming into training camp. But in your example, it wasn't until there was six and four and they doubled the win total you predicted that the conversation, you know, that it was time to pivot. Like, I, I think you can have a... I think you can have, like with the opinion we just talked about, I think either one is legitimate. Now, I agree with one more than I agree with the other. But this this to me feels a lot like whenever there's award voting and you, you find out like one guy voted for so-and-so, take his vote away. How dare he vote? Who the hell? I don't even, uh Delano DeShields into the Hall of Fame. What is he doing? I... I like, no, this is the point. It's like if we only had all the people together who had the same opinion voting for the award, then why the hell do we need to have the voting for the award? Like, who was the loser who gave so who gave uh, Western Kentucky a top 25 vote? I don't know. Some guy thinks Western Kentucky is going to be good or whatever. The point of it is you have enough people that those of us that consume, you got enough people voting for the top 25 that a rogue vote here, a rogue vote there, or you have enough people covering a team. If you have one person covering a team, you got a problem. You got two people. You, I, have, I, you want the rogue opinions to be able to exist and also a majority opinion be able to exist. I think where the conversation work does get agenda driven and it's just an agenda. It's just like what you see is when it's not tangible. So like my example was who's going to start, but then like, Let's say they both start playing. Who's playing better? You know, where it's it is subjective, right? When a guy is struggling, you're like, well, he's actually better than his numbers. Or a guy like he can't. He's like he's a terrible shooter. It's like, well, he's shooting sixty percent from corner threes. Like you can just keep arguing, even though as subjective data, and then use the hard data. Well, if he got more reps, he'd be able to do this. Well, if they allowed him to do this, so it just whatever you believe. Most people, and this is not even just Niners related, I think this is anything in what we do when it comes to talking about sports, because there's objective shit and then there's subjective shit, and they kind of mesh together. Most people, when they make a bold stance, unless it's like, I think LSU is going to win the national championship, and then they go like seven and five, but you can't really say anything. But if I think this guy is a good player, let's say Daniel Jones, and I've been adamant Daniel Jones is going to be a really good player. There's probably some data right now that I can use to my benefit. And then if he's just okay this year, I can just argue the positive stuff. And I won't pivot. I'm just using that as a hypothetical if I was on, like, first take and Daniel Jones has been right, my but, guy for But there's, there's also different types of bold takes. There's ones you just actually believe and they just happen to be bold. And there's ones you're sharing because everyone's going the other way and I'm going to take a big swing and if I'm right about this. The other part about reporting is, like, sometimes you know information you can't share. Right? So you might think something about a guy that, 
there's no actual way to include it in the argument because you can't say an uh, assistant GM told me that one thing is this guy's picking up the playbook slowly, but you know you can't. But that's off the record and blah blah blah. Right? There's all these other elements to all of this stuff, and I think the, the best is when you've got enough people that you can have varying opinions, varying perspective, varying reports covering a team. You have a problem if you only have two people covering a team or one person, but you've got nine. Great. The Jags. I bet even the Jags probably got more than nine. No, they probably got four or five. All right, next up, this is from Sad Texans fan named Bell. Show's awesome. Sometimes I fast forward through the golf talk, but it's not my thing. Everything else is solid. No bars to watch the game, but if you're ever in New Braunfels, Texas, we'll toss back a few and float the river. The real estate scene's also popping, second only to Austin. New Braunfels. I've heard about New Braunfels. Maybe I've even been to New Braunfels. Question for the mailbag. I've never heard of it. Do you believe Sean Payton's uh, reluctance to name Jameis QB1 is because it would signify a failure on his part to turn the Swiss butter knife, Taysom, (laughs) into an offensive weapon QB that he made us believe Taysom could be? Bell. I thought he named Sean Payton uh, Payton named Jameis the starter. Yeah, this this question is from August 25th. I would imagine part of it's like, why is it taking so long? I do think some coaches, and you saw it with Bill and Mac Jones. Has Mac Jones been the starter in Bill's eyes probably for over a week, maybe a week and a half? And Kyle's done this with Jimmy and Trey. Like, what? If we don't have jo- – like, and again, like, if you Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, you don't even get asked the question. So there are specific four or five teams around the league, like who's your starting quarterback, and that's a consistent theme. If we use the the stuff we just talked about with the like media members not wanting to pivot – is it one of those like, you know, I'll just tell you when I kind of truly have to tell you, but like, I'm not just come to say this could be. I mean, I it's weird because you don't have to name Taysom. If he just keeps being Taysom, Sean Payton gets credit for Taysom. I was watching him the other day thinking if I didn't know anything about Taysom, would I think he might be a good quarterback? You know, part of watching him, I'm watching him going, this guy's not a quarterback. Stop with this. But if I didn't know what I what I know, what I think I know about his background and how he came to be an NFL player, et cetera. Would I watch him and think, oh, that guy, that guy might be a better option than Jameis? Um, I think the answer to that question is no, but it's hard. It's hard to go like, what if I forgot what I know? It's impossible. And then only knew, you know. Yeah. It, here's the thing, like Sean Payton, he's to to the to Bell's point, he's had this thought in his head. He's never really been able to do it, and maybe that's part of it. Like as long as Drew Brees was around. He was never really able to give Taysom a shot. And so maybe he just really wanted to get to really try it. And then if it failed, it failed. But let me just not look back and go, I never really gave him a shot because I gave it to Jameis too early. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I do think when you like a guy or value people, like I, I think the true, the, there was one true competition this offseason. It was in Denver. Like it was true. I do think he kind of came in thinking like, you know, Jameis, I think in most people like the, it felt like the buzz around there. Like, I think Jameis is going to be the starting quarterback. Denver was like, who's going to win this job? And it was a legit race. And they went back and forth and it was like one guy's looking better in practice. And then Drew Locke had some moments like could Drew Locke pass him? Didn't really feel like that. I would say in, in uh, with the Saints, it felt like what happened was inevitable where with the Broncos, it was just like, I don't know. I, I, you're like, well, I bet Vic goes conservative. Like, you could have educated guests. But I remember watching, like, the second preseason game and Locke hits, like, a 50-yard bomb. I'm like, damn, is he going to win this job? Right. 
than when Jameis was just like, because Jameis is a true quarterback. Like Locke and Teddy are quarterbacks. Also, that just is, you're right. Sense we look at we look at Taysom Hill. It's like well, he's like their like use check version of uh, of like with a little Trey Sermon. You know, it's like what I don't even. He's not a quarterback. But then you watch him drop back. You're like, well, he can throw. I know. It. It's, it's it's if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. I don't think. He owes Sean Payton forty you know, million dollars. There have been there have been many many players who are really talented. Right, because because Taysom Hill has elite athletic gifts, and he just ran into like an all-time great coach with a vision, and it changed his life. Yeah, financially, and, they, and just like he got to play on really good teams. He still is on, a, I think, a pretty good team. Like he got to have be like kind of a major role player in the NFL. Sometimes right? it feels like that guy bounces around a little bit. Well, part of it because they're usually on shitty teams. Sometimes, yeah, right. That's right. Your coach who really believes in you has to keep the job. Yeah. Uh, and this is from Willie Wright, another real name on the internet. Willie says, just want to let you guys know you're doing a great job. Thanks, Willie. That's, no, that's not the end of the review. Um, I just got hooked on your intro. I've been listening for about a year or so. I got hooked on your intro. Never tried my hand at betting. Do you suggest I should start with a uh, uh, with booking site of DraftKings? It also appears the nine or later round picks are going to save this draft, minus what Lance does. Lenore, Moore, Hufanga have looked solid. Keep up the great work. What's the uh, the do you suggest I start with booking site? Oh, I'm guessing he's saying my bookie or DraftKings. Maybe is the question. Well, depends where you live. If you if you live in California, we can't gamble on my bookie or excuse me on DraftKings. That's why we use mybookie.ag promo code HAM1. It's where we gamble. DraftKings, you got to be in certain states to use them. So I I gamble on mybookie.ag and I just look Cam Smith's moving up the leaderboard. That's where I would gamble. Promo code HAM1. Also, Willie, we play, fa- we play fantasy sports on DraftKings. Willie, uh, um, you're right about the later rounds of the draft. If you missed the conversation, we had a conversation about that and the Niners on the the last. This is the fourth. This is the mailbag, but on the last podcast that that came out Thursday. Last one, real quick, John. Uh, this comes from Facebook, and uh, this is uh, Mike. He says, "You guys think highly of Trey Lance." Five stars, always Tito's, and it's a 13-second video of him and uh, his lovely friend having. Uh, is there? I can't. I, I didn't. I was the video didn't load for me. It might be Tito's with like some whipped cream on top or something. You know, I I don't know exactly. Let me uh, type in this shot. Have you ever heard of a lemon drop? I have heard of a lemon drop. I don't. I just assume the lemon a- drop shot includes. Yeah. It's vodka, lemon, and simple syrup. So maybe it's something like that. You know, it's a little easier to take. Maybe that. a that's little cream. Looks, yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Something kind of little foo foo. But yeah, hey, you, you got to do what you got to do. I got, I got, I do not judge a foo foo drink. I will, you order your, you order your, uh, your Mai Tais and your, I'll, I, we, I don't care. In, in any circumstance. Zero judgment zone here. Although I did at that wedding at the Taylor Gross wedding I went to in uh, uh, Montana, go to a dive bar. The person I was with ordered a martini. I just had made it too, and then I'm sitting there at this dive bar with a martini. I'm like, "That's the one." So I told you I left it at the bar and just ordered a beer. Like, uh, "Sir, was this your martini?" And I said, "Nope, I don't know whose that was. Wasn't mine." <laughs> yeah, that's <a> smart move. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to have a little bit of feel for the little EQ, John. A little EQ. Yeah. All right. Good beers mailbag. translate to anywhere. I would say martinis do not. 
Well, you know what everybody was drinking there. You know what translates? Tito's does translate everywhere. Yeah. All right, y'all. Good bag.